Welcome, this is Voice of Change, a syndicated radio broadcast and podcast airing since 2011. Voice of Change is committed to raising the leader in you. And because time is the unit of life, I assure you that the next few minutes you have decided to invest in your own leadership journey will be rewarded with a definite paradigm shift. Stay with me on Voice of Change. On Saturday, the 18th of December, 2021, it will be a year since my father, Professor Biola Tunjia-Lorentumay, passed. It's been an interesting year in which I've reflected on how much like him I really am and how my values have been shaped by his integrity, by the fact that I saw the way he conducted himself. But it's not just the DNA or good genes that contribute towards academic prowess or intelligence, but even the conversations I would listen to at lunch, at dinner, as my parents, both professors, will debate different political theories and the happenings within the country. Perhaps this is why, even from the age of three, I've been vested in being a Nigerian and I love my country so much. Perhaps it is due to who my father was that I am on Voice of Change at this moment and you're listening to this podcast. It is said, you can teach what you like, but you can only reproduce who you are. Today, a few days before the first anniversary of my father's passing, I remember him with fond memories, grateful for the life he modeled to me, grateful for the legacy he left to me, grateful for the name that he left, appreciative for that name and his achievements which made people come from all over to attend his funeral, even during the pandemic. It was the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria that first announced his passing and condoled with the family even before I, his daughter, could begin to announce. Parents, let's not forget, our children watch us. They do what we do. They are conflicted when what we do is different from what we say. But don't go anywhere. This is, of course, not all that the broadcast is about today. Join me after this break. See them Voice of Change is sponsored by AB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Olaju Adinawan. You can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adinawan. On the 26th of November 2021, I read an interesting article by the president and the founder of Anna Foundation, Ateto Peterside. And he was talking about the 2023 elections. And I found the article interesting because the argument was logical. He basically said, an ignorant and hungry electorate cannot vote intelligently in 2023. Why did he say this? Because already it is clear that the young, educated Nigerians are not interested in the political process. They might be interested in protesting, but the majority of them are not interested in the process. Why? It's become a fashion to boast that I'm not even voting in 2023. In fact, I don't have a voter's card. Oh, the problem with this is that when you leave the ignorant and the hungry to decide for you, you are basically, like he said, scoring an own goal. 
Gandhi said that even God can only appear to the poor as a loaf of bread. Or could I put it the other way? A political savior will only appear to the hungry as a bag of rice. Therefore, whoever gives them a bag of rice, they're going to vote for. Whoever gives them 3,000 naira, they're going to vote for. This was my argument with the president and founder of an foundation. Why don't they just take the money and vote for whoever they want to vote for? And his reply, which makes sense to me, is that why would they bother to vote for someone who didn't even engage them at all if they can't see the difference between the two? It's one politician versus another. At least this one gave me a bag of rice of 3,000 naira. Why should I even vote for the one who gave me nothing? 53.9% of Nigerians are below the age of 19. 95.2% are below the age of 60. So it means only 4.8% are above 60. And of these people above 60, a lot are also fed up of the status quo. Therefore, if everyone who was capable of analytical reasoning, because they were educated to do so, picked up their voter's card, what difference would it make? It is a well-known fact that politics and economics are intertwined. You vote in the politicians who make the policies, right, that governs the economics, and then the economically empowered then empower politicians to come back, and it's a vicious cycle, or a righteous cycle, be that as it may. But whatever it is, politics and economics go hand in glove. I have said once on Voice of Change how it was that the oligarchs looked around once in America, and there was this presidential candidate spitting fire wanting to break up the monopolies of the Rockefellers, of the Carnegie's, and they came together, the Carnegie's, the Rockefellers, and said, we need to get ourselves a president. Oh, yes, they did. They packaged someone and funded him through, and he got to the White House. But they did not factor in death. He died. And guess who his vice president was? Theodore Roosevelt. And what did he do? He broke up the monopolies. So politics and economics can never be separated. So you can't be too busy. See into whatever else you're seeing to before you see to politics. Why? Because the economics of Nigeria is not moving towards the creative industries. I can say construction. I can say the movies. I can say photography. These are industries which are radically different, like Mr. Peter Said said, from the oil and gas, fossil fuels, the agriculture and the manufacturing, which have been the mainstay of the Nigerian economy so far. So, who do you think young people will give you an enabling environment to thrive, to recognize the talent, an ecosystem to grow and scale your talent and your ideas to a global level? Only someone who understands, who can even see what it is that you're doing. If you then leave the governing of your country to those who don't even understand who you are, this is the risk you run. Like Socrates said, one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you will be governed by your inferiors. Already, this might be the case. So what do we do? We come out in overwhelming numbers to vote what we really believe. We come out in overwhelming numbers with our PVCs in hand. PVCs that must be picked up before the 30th of June, 2022. Why don't we give the complacent in the establishment a veritable headache in 2023 and turn out in our numbers and actually vote for what we believe? Remember that the presidential election is not the only election. Yes, there's a house of rep, which is closer to you. Your representative is closer to you. 
There's a national assembly. They have the powers of, remember, of impeachment. What if you vote someone in who cannot be bought? A lot of the systemic issues that are confronting the country can be fixed beyond the presidency. Really and truly, what is at work is the law of demand and supply. We're actually getting the kind of leadership that we demand. Yes, we can demand at the toll gate, but that's not where to demand. We can demand protest on the National Assembly. That's not when you demand. The demand is by voting. The demand for the kind of leaders we want are placed at the polling station. I have never not voted in this country since democracy returned to Nigeria and I could handle a voter's card. I have never not voted. How about you? What are you going to do? I always say this. When you refuse to vote, you have no right to speak again. You are silenced for four years when you don't invest that time in your own country. We can't all leave the country. I say, if you want to leave the country, you're free to go. However, the respect you command in your new country is as high as how viable an option your home country still presents. That is the difference between a refugee and an immigrant. Should I explain? A refugee doesn't have a viable option of going back home. He's treated like a refugee. An immigrant, or should I even put it this way, an ambassador to another country, is treated with respect. An ambassador, what? Because he's there by choice. He could choose to go back. Even if you're thinking of leaving this choice, make sure that the country you build now remains a viable option for you and your descendants to come back to. Pick up your PVC before the 30th of June, 2022. It's time for change.